Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to be a weekly place of rest for creatives, to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be a part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at. Come join the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Spark the Podcast. I'm McKenna, and I'm here with your other host, Amy. Hey, guys. And this month, we're going to be looking at what the Bible says about endurance. We're going to dive into what it looks like to turn away from sin and run the race with endurance that God has set before us. When you think about endurance in your life, what comes to mind? You know, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, McKenna, because if you guys know us, we're pretty competitive. Hard work, determination, and an attitude of never giving up is something we definitely bond over. Uh, We definitely bond over it. (laughs) Sometimes people might say we're a little too competitive, but... Well, I hey, there's like, no such thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I feel like my endurance is a little bit more trained, or at least, you know, we were brought up to believe that's what you're supposed to do, right? Train for endurance. I feel like Amy wakes up and she's like, hey, today I'm going to run nine miles. And I just don't know what it looks like for you. Um, and I definitely am not one of those people that could wake up tomorrow morning and run nine miles. But I did play softball growing up and golf and a lot of other sports. But I have this crazy softball story from when I was in high school and Um, you know, it was like my last year, my senior year, and I was captain and we went on this camp and all the girls, uh, you know, we have this drill and basically they're trying to keep your bottom down. So you don't, you don't miss any more ground balls. And so, yeah, you just have your, you have to pretend that you have a glove in your hand and you're like kind of just squatting and whoever was out, you know, you have to do like push-ups and that sort of thing. So people kind of got out and it was down to me and one other girl. And she was an underclassman and people, you know, our group, our, my teammates were cheering us on. I don't know if they were cheering for me or cheering for her or what it was going on, but I was determined to win. <laughs> like I <laughs> could not let an underclassman beat me. I needed to do this. And, you know, it was kind of funny. It was like, you know, our endurance, like my endurance wasn't coming from working against my teammate, like at all, you know, we were kind of after the same goal, um, but it just, it really did be- become like just creating the same goal. So for us, like, I feel like it comes from desiring that unity and a relationship with Christ, Uh, even though I really wanted to win. And you know what? I was going to (laughs) win. I just also knew that we're all looking, working towards the same goal. And as a captain, I really wanted, you know, I felt like I was responsible for showing leadership with that. And so I did win and it was good. And we had a good laugh and we got ice cream afterwards. And it's just like something that always stuck with me because I had to build up that endurance. I had to be like, what am I fighting for? What am I working towards? Hmm. I love that story. And I love the way you describe them, you know, both cheering you on and, you know, the the same goal in mind. And when I, I think about endurance in my life, I think about running, of course, because mm-hmm. you guys know how much I love running. Um, but one of the specific stories that comes to mind was a tennis match that I played my senior year in high school as well. My sister and I were up against our rival high school. We were playing doubles and we were expected to win. And I remember the stands were going crazy around us. I felt like everyone was cheering against us. And um, in that moment, we totally lost our heads and we lost the match. And Mm. 
I can't even tell you how disappointed I was. I think I went in the bathroom and cried. And, um, but you know, in that moment of loss and, and disappointment, um, it stirred up, you know, a need to try harder, a desire to fight. And so I remember for the next few weeks leading up to the state tournament, where we'd face our rival high school again, my sister and I trained every day for hours, you know, working hard, um, you know, to, to try to win. And we got to the state finals. We ended up winning the match mm. in a third set tiebreaker. And um, it was it was just so nice um, to reach the goal. And when I really look back on it, endurance for me has meant turning away from other things and focusing on one goal um, and what needs to be done to get me there. And that's so cool. I love that you guys ended up coming out winners. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, competitive in, streak. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Uh, you know, in Ephesians 2.10, it says, we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. If we as Christians are designed to follow God's will for our lives, seeking after his plans to make disciples of all nations and teach them in his ways, where does our hope come from when times get hard? Let's be real here for a moment. The last few months have been really challenging for most of us. For me, it's looked like little direction in my business that after nine years of pretty much working every day has come to a pause. I was suddenly with my kids 24-7, and while that time has been so fruitful, it was also um, just really difficult and exhausting. Finances have looked different this year, but I feel like God has been teaching me and refining me through it all. There was one day when I was in the kitchen, um, you know, right when everything with COVID was starting and I was making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for my daughter and I cut the bread wrong. <laughs> okay. She... <laughs> for, for you guys who don't know Audrey, she has a very, if there's a hole in the bread, that bread is not going to fly for her. If there is like, if it somehow breaks off or there's more peanut butter clumped up in one spot or mm -hmm. it's, it's like, and, it, and if it, if you didn't get all the crust, but only a little bit of it, you know, you're in trouble. So yes. the bread story. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real thing. Like it has to be cut just perfectly. And so she was upset and complaining about it. And she goes, just throw it away. And I go, Audrey, we can't throw it away because the stores aren't open and there's no bread there. Or I guess they were open, but they were out of bread. And, and in that moment, I felt like God rebuked me. And he said, hey, like, haven't I promised to give you your daily bread? Haven't I prov promised to provide you with food and with clothing? And it was one of those moments um, where I just realized, you know what, God, you're right. Like finances may look different this year. Things, um, you know, are, are going to look really different, but you have always provided for me. And I know that God has not left us alone. Yeah, my life has definitely looked a little bit different than I had planned um, <laughs> in this season, especially more so than any other. But we, you know, I moved during a pandemic. Uh, so that was interesting and challenging. And just in the change in business, I felt like anything I photographed um, that wasn't a wedding, everyone automatically assumed I was transitioning away from weddings, uh, mm -hmm. which, you know, I fell in love with weddings when I was four years old. So God hasn't given me that desire to leave weddings yet because <laughs> I still love them. Um, but, you know, maybe one day he will. But for now, I'm definitely not planning on ever leaving weddings. So we'll see what happens. And then yeah. just the rhythm of doing the same thing over and over again. You know, I feel like this kind of shook that up. You know, we were going through the motions in a sense before. And I think as Christians, we all do that. We all go through the motions as Christians of 
going to church on Sundays, you know, meeting up with friends, going out to dinner, waking up in the morning, working out, like you're going through these motions. And then all of a sudden it was like, we couldn't use the excuse that we're busy anymore because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, your calendar was empty all of March, (laughs) all of April, you know? So it was, it was difficult. And then this waiting period, you know, I'm ready to move on to the next season of my life. I'm ready to get married. Um, but guys, there is nothing I can do about it. You can't like, I'm waiting on Nick to propose, you know, all of these things. <laughs> and it's just like this feeling of feeling stuck and also kind of out of place because it's out of my hands. And, you know, God already has this stuff sorted out for me. And in the grand scheme of things, you know, these are all just small challenges, right? Like we recognize that, but, you know, I just wanted to sh- share because we know these could be some of the things maybe you're struggling with too. You know, in our upcoming episodes on endurance, we hope to dive into what it looks like to have endurance and walk with Christ through more challenging situations. So definitely listen in on the upcoming weeks. As hard as it feels to walk through struggles, and we know they're coming, you know, (laughs) we are promised that in this life um, we'll have struggles, but our hope can be found in him. You know, for me, like struggles, it, it, I feel like for everybody, right? It's not just something that you're walking through that we know that they're going to come. Like you probably already went through them. You're probably going through them right now. And you know what? There's more to be happening, but that's God's endurance. You know, just because we're in it right now, or we've been in it before and we're going to be in it again, God is training us, you know, where mm-hmm. he's building that endurance for us. So when we have Jesus Christ and we, we know him in our hearts, we have that endurance to get through those difficult situations. That is endurance. That's so true, McKenna. And I remember before Jesus ascended into heaven, he tells his disciples in John sixteen thirty three, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Our hope when things get hard can be found in our Savior. In 1 Thessalonians 1, 3, when Paul is speaking to the church, Paul thanks God for the work produced by faith, their labor prompted by love, and their endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So where do you think that this endurance that you're talking about comes from? I mean, simply put, um, it just comes from hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. The first and most important thing we can do is fix our eyes on Jesus as our the true hope can be found in him. Just knowing that true hope can be found in him. In John 14, 27, we're reminded of this when Jesus says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Before we go, we want to dive into one of our favorite verses about endurance. Hebrews 12, one through three says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured for sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. As Christians, we know we are surrounded by those looking for answers. As followers of Christ with witnesses looking on, we are called to lay aside every weight in sin. So how can we do this? Let us lay aside the weight of fear because God calls us not to worry. Let us ground ourselves in the study and knowledge of his word 
and will for our lives by spending time in the Bible and in prayer. If you haven't gotten a chance to, go back and listen to Jordan's episode on prayer and journaling. She speaks so beautifully about how God wants to talk to us and about waiting expectantly to hear from him. Next, Hebrews tells us, when we run with endurance the race set before us, we look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. We know all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. When we become followers of Christ, our desire is to be more like him, to be changed. Change can be hard. Oh, don't I know it. (laughs) But God says to keep in mind what Jesus endured on the cross for our sins, as this is how we may not grow weary and lose heart. As we mentioned before, it's hope in Christ that produces that endurance. How does Jesus' sacrifice and the fact that he defeated death and is now seated on the right hand of God give you hope? I think for me, it's the fact that we have a risen Savior, one who died on the cross for our sins, defeated death by raising again to life, and is now seated again at the right hand of God. We may or may not see the end of this story in our lifetime, but spoiler alert, we know the ending. We know God is coming back for us, and His desire is for us to all live in eternity with Him. We know there will be a battle, but we know in the end that the victory will belong to God, and that is where my hope comes from. I mean, I definitely second that. And I also feel (laughs) that, you know, the beautiful thing for all of us is that it's not about this life, that it's about our life in heaven. Sometimes we just need a little bit of a reminder of that. Even though life has its challenges, the hope of the gospel isn't about this life. The hope of the gospel is in the life that God has planned for us, living in a relationship with him while on earth, and then having the joy of praising him eternally in heaven. Our final encouragement comes from Hebrews 12 too. No matter what you're facing, fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. You guys, I am just so excited to be diving into endurance this month. And so you have to meet us next week. We're going to be doing a panel. Uh, I can't wait to get into it. Amy, are you so excited or what? I'm so excited, guys. I'm really looking forward to this month and everyone who's going to share. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram at njsparkco or on our website at njspark.co. And before we go today, we want to leave you with this final verse found in Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not grow faint. Thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Have a great week.